you're listening to Mixing Mindsets. I'm Andrew Blank. And I'm Eric Navrosky, and we hope you find some value out of these conversations about lifestyle, music, and more. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Mixing Mindsets. We're here with Beef and Cody from The Holtzman Effect. Uh, this is actually Tyler, uh, but I, I walked in before, and you explained the Beef story to me, and I love it, so I'm going to call you Beef from this point on, if that's cool. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> you guys are in The Holtzman Effect. <clears throat> Tell us a little bit about the band. Uh, I want to say it started about four or five years ago. We were in a cover band, and uh, we were sitting on original material, and um we weren't well i was and <laughs> the guys took notice and thought you know maybe we should i asked we should turn this into something and uh <laughs> we essentially did so now we're here right on so now your original uh, lineup was much different than what it is now it is uh me and cody are the original members um we've had some change-ups over the years but now we have grant williams and we have tyler salick and uh yep. we could we couldn't be more happier we're we're a, we're a very 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 good team love yes. them both those, yes. are, those guys are great you guys. guys are a super tight band thank you all right so we're gonna be kind of talking about inspiration yes what what keeps us inspired what's it what inspires us and i think just inspiration as just an just an overall theme just in general we'll just go just inspiration you know, go there all right cody you're gonna start us <laughs> off <laughs> yeah so like inspiration for the band for the drumming for life so before we started this band i was not a drummer no no what were you? I play guitar, actually, in the oh, cover okay. band. Do you okay, still play right guitar? Sometimes. He's, he's phenomenal. <laughs> he doesn't give himself enough credit. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're a great guitar player. Apparently. He's definitely too humble. I can yeah. see it. You <laughs> think so? People tell me these things. <laughs> um, so anyway, so let's go back to the little story here. So Beef and I were starting a little acoustic duo, make a little money on the side project. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there going back and forth. And I was like, yo, Beefaroni. Beefaroni. <laughs> I love it. Show me some of these uh, these originals because I heard him play songs on on Facebook. Yeah, right. And I was like, let me hear something that he got. Yeah. And he came out with actually it was black. It ended up being Black Door at that point in time. Okay. But the riff, I was like, you know what? I think we should do something with this, and I want to play drums this time. Oh. So he actually ended up going to what did he go down uh, music around and bought a kit. Are you serious? Right on. <clears throat> Brought it up to the house. How many we years were, ago was this? About Roughly four or five. Four. Yeah. Oh. Somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. You're like a new drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's well awesome. you fooled me. <laughs> that's good. Honestly, every time that we've played together or I've seen you play, like, you look good. My wife oh, yeah. is way better. You're way, way better. Yeah. <laughs> way better. <laughs> what? Like, a thousand times. <laughs> I actually still use her drums and cymbals to this day because I have not gone and bought my own yet. That's incredible. There you go. <laughs> wow, we're really unpacking some cool stuff. Very blessed. <laughs> Very blessed. Anyways, I'm sorry. I interrupted your story. Go ahead. So so anyway, from there, um, we started out and we our bass player in the cover band at that time, Sean, came in and joined. And uh, then we, we got Johnny Lit. And we start, that's what it started as. And, um, okay. you know, prog- as we progressed and kind of was, we're figuring out our sound and yeah. what we we're going for, um, you know, people chose to do other projects, moved away. And that's kind of where we ended up with the lineup we have now. Yeah. But um, Beef inspired me. Oh. I heard his Soonskis and I was like, we really, we, we have to do so. Like, we can't not. Yeah. Honestly. Because at that point in time that... He really, really came out as one of the first times I ever sat down and was like, we could actually do something with this and, and be 
very productive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Were they acoustic stuff or was it like fleshed out demos? All acoustic at that point. Yeah. Everything that he did original was acoustic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then from there forward, it'd be like beef, pick a riff and he'd start playing something. And then we work forward from there and eventually it turned into a song. And like even stuff now that we just put out, some of it has been hidden away. Like it was in the beginning of the band that was either just set aside or not everybody was agreeing on at that point in time. And then, then they come back out of the woodwork on the old cassette tapes because that's how old we are. We would have <laughs> we would have band practices, but at the end of the band practices, or even on days where the whole band wouldn't show up, me and Cody would show up and he would play drums and I'd play guitar. Yeah, and we'd ban- we would just bounce uh, ideas back and forth. And um, honestly, I think that's where the creativity truly came from. Like it just the magic just happens huh. in the I mean, room. Yeah. Trying to write with four people and trying to write with two people is exactly. a huge difference. Oh my gosh! So, 100%. We, Andrew and I absolutely noticed that because the way that uh the so much hope record really came to fruition mm-hmm. was us sitting in a basement together and just playing yeah and yeah. eventually i was like yo that was cool let's do that and that was cool too and you know you mangle it up together and really like the whole basically that whole record was written besides desert child but yeah. was written together in the same room yeah on like on the spot i think when you just have a collaborative group of people that come in with an open mind you're just very accepting of everything that happens and and inspired by each other. And uh, we talk about this pretty often when that inspiration in one person just kind of like fades away, the other person's like, Hey, and picks you back up. And it's just constantly, constantly that. And I love it. And honestly, I I really feel those are the best records that come out of any band or the ones that happen most organic, right? Where it was just, everybody was feeding into each other at that point in time and magic happened. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's some like unspoken or, or unquantifiable like energy, I guess, which sounds so hippie. But, but honestly, there is like something, something in, in the, in the air. Right. You know, well, it's I mean, the magic. We, all, we all produce electricity. Shoot it over there. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, that's awesome. So, uh, you're saying that beef inspires you. And I think that's really nice. That's, that's a, actually that's the, a sweet sentiment. That's the first I'm hearing of that. And oh yeah. Well, he's not going to tell you. I'm all mushy. It's, uh, yeah. it means a lot. Thanks Cody. I love you buddy. Love you too. All right, move over. So what do we got? What, what are you thinking? What inspired me? Yeah, it absolutely. better be me. It better, it better be me or I'm going to flip. I, with you, we talked about before with you being like the core songwriter for the group. I, I'm, I'm very interested to hear what, what inspires you. Music came to me uh, from my mother. Uh, she was a huge Grateful Dead hippie. And she had records and she had CDs and um, she passed away uh, when I was around, I think 11 or 12 and I got my hands on her records. <sighs> and ever since then I had this dream. Like I just, I, I watched videos of people playing on stage. I've watched people move crowds. Oh yeah. And it, it just makes my hair stand up yeah. every time. And so I've always had that dream. I'd be a kid playing air guitar in my living room when no one was home. Yeah. The songs that I loved. I yeah. love I was always banging on pins. <clears throat> yeah. There but I go. never, As ever, the guitar player. <laughs> I never had the confidence to truly try it until about, about six years ago. Huh. 
So I, I never like I, I tried a garage band in high school that was it was all fun and games, but we did one barbecue and immediately retired. Oh, <laughs> did you sing that? I didn't. I I did actually. I did. It was it was a little bit. We we didn't really take it as seriously. We we're just a bunch of kids. Yeah, that, it you know, wasn't around. But I I left high school and joined the military, and I never thought about it twice. And then I came back and uh, I did clips on Facebook, which uh, you know I it, it's I started a cover band out, or I I joined. A cover band mm-hmm. out in Tonkanic, which led me to Cody and those guys in Drive, and then essentially he started the Holtzman effect. But uh, yeah, I just um, I was inspired by I would I would guess I would be inspired by my mom and uh, Mark Tremonti was probably the one guitar player that always made me like yes, yeah, dude, I had a Tremonti face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I had actually a pretty extreme Tremonti face. I've yeah. seen your I've seen your Tremonti face. <laughs> yeah. um, his his. Uh, legato technique that was like a huge thing for me i'm like that's the sickest thing ever no one could do any better like yeah. when he uses like the the whammy and, mm-hmm. and the legato i'm just like that's it that's the only guitar sound i need forever now <laughs> but the music i sang to the most when i was in you know driving around from place to place was uh like 90s grunge like chris cornell yeah uh, yeah yeah like audio slave uh allison chains and i think that's what kind of led to my voice being my voice because mm-hmm. i just i don't know it just came natural over yeah. The years. So when did you start singing? I didn't start singing until like you came back five, six years ago. Oh, so look at so, that. What I'm really interested in is like what kind of was, was, was the driving force in wanting you, uh, I guess for lack of a better term or to inspire you to really like, really just go for it out of the blue. Like, obviously you seem like a dude who you've always wanted to do it. Is what was that like? That one thing that was just this is it. I'm going for it. I am terrified of people. I'm terrified of <laughs> crowds. I'm terrified of a lot of things. And He's one, very awkward as well. I'm very awkward. The one thing that brought me out into the light was uh, people that told me that I can do it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, coming across people like Cody saying like you mm-hmm. have something. Like it's yeah. time to do something with this. Right. So that just it, it took uh, it took a lot of help from the people around me to get me to just surface. Yeah. So, so, so in a way you are his inspiration in a way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Oh man. Well, I love that. That's so you, great. No. You just had a music video come out. We did human and it's, and it's doing pretty darn good. It's was, doing pretty darn actually, good. I might be a little biased, but I think it looks pretty great. <laughs> it does look pretty great. It's, it's honestly between everybody in the band. I mean, Grant's been playing for, as long as dirt's been around. <laughs> um, it's the most successful thing that any of us have done. That's yeah, awesome. I absolutely agree. That's really awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that's amazing. And you didn't like... We paid $100 to Facebook, but I don't think that actually worked. Really? No. So that, and so I know on YouTube, it did really well. Uh, yes. Like in a very, very quick amount of time. And there was, there was no, there was multiple thousands of views per day. It's at one not point in time. no money being thrown at that. We threw some no. at, no, towards YouTube. No. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's just, great. That's yeah. Just, it's just working itself out. It, yeah. it, I mean, it was organic growth. It was the first it, time it, that I looked at something that w- and I didn't even have part of it for other than playing the drums well, yeah, on yeah, the track. Yeah, part of it. Um, <laughs> but it, 
That's it, a big part of it. I, I woke up one morning and I was like, what the there hell is go. happening? Yeah. Great band, great song, great video. Yeah. Great video. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. makes sense. And I really think that had a lot to do with it was the, the video behind it. And that was the first time we oh, did so. a lyric video. I think. Yeah. And I think that um, clearing up whatever beef mumbles sometimes is probably beneficial to everybody because okay. they were like, oh, he has a point. That is my kryptonite. I So, okay. This is... <laughs> This is not to talk smack by any means, but there's definitely some moments when we were shooting it where I was like, what, the, what is he saying? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know until the lyric video came out what some of the things were he was saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. He I says was like, that? I was like, wow, this is really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lyrics are great. That's, that's all true. That's all very true. I think I was there when oh he was gosh. writing them too. We were in the studio. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So, them up. Yep. so, <coughs> oh, you finished the lyrics in the studio. Yeah, some uh, of them. last couple uh, new tunes. Yeah, yeah, we definitely we had some last minute changes and some okay. alterations, and it just we it just happened. It just it felt more natural. You were inspired, absolutely. Yeah, inspired, <laughs> and it just kind of happened. Absolutely. Sometimes it's just the environment you're in, dude. For sure, dude, yeah, yeah, for sure. The the studio environment is big light. Yeah, <laughs> big old light. Big old light. light. Makes you want to say stuff. There's light over here. Yeah, yeah. The visual does have a really just uh, like an appeal on your thought process. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that was such a huge. I think the visual played a huge part in that because that that smells video, too. Mm-hmm. The smells. Yeah. Is, are you like telling me to take notes for when the studio's done? <laughs> smells. Yeah, wow, it smells like bacon in here. <laughs> no, that's that's more like getting hungry. Oh, got it. Yeah. Like a nice lavender. Funny enough, that is why. The the one one or two walls in the studio are that blue, um, because of you know the the science behind color and all this other stuff. Like right. I I absolutely did not. I, it's funny. My if my dad is going to listen to this, he mm. was like, "You got to do red," and I was like, "No, absolutely not." Red I want is the hunger red. color. <laughs> yeah, I want Very nothing red. I wanted it to to like come in and be a calming sort of vibe rather than like this, you know. And what is actually really, really interesting about that is the studio that we used to practice in yeah. with the cover band was also painted blue. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you're familiar with Mr. Ed Cuzo. Oh, yeah, way yeah, back yeah. in the day when he was playing in Melded and we were in high school, yeah. you know, hanging out in the back of cars, he wrote a song called Blue Room. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not sure who's heard it, but <laughs> it's a very, very good song. Oh, well, the uh, the paint is uh, Valspar Motor City Blue. Shout out. Val- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ford. <laughs> They're just no, not catch on fire. Uh, funny enough, um, it's become a joke with me and Sarah. Like every time I see a blue, I'm like, mm, it's a nice blue, but it's just not Motor City Blue. <laughs> like, but your shirt. It's close. It's close to Motor, Motor City, City Blue. Motor City Blue. It's Shout not- out Valspar. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor it. It's not quite there, but it's almost there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So Andrew, yeah, kind of what uh, what inspires you to you know, to funny, keep it moving? As, as I was thinking about, it, I think beef really just uh, kind of hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Uh, in terms of it, it always tends to be uh, friends and family are, are your driving force. Oh yeah, towards t- the majority of things that you do. Yeah, um, it's funny because I was just listening to I was listening to a Rogan podcast the other day, right? And he was just talking about like regardless of what your aspirations are, um, if if love in some sense isn't the dry like some factor in it, 
you you just lose all of your willpower. Like love yeah. for it or love just lo- in general. love in general. Like <laughs> some some may say all you need is love. That is 100% true. <laughs> love is also all you need. <laughs> love. But yeah, oh, no, I think it just depends on the context, you know. Yeah. Um I think uh I'm in terms of in terms of songwriting and music, I tend to like uh at least for myself, I, I tend to pull from life experience as the majority of people do. Yeah. Um, if we're writing for a client or something like that, the goal is to try to get them to find it within themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And we sort of um, match that up. Exactly. Yeah. In terms of, I guess, uh, my personal goals and aspirations. Um, I mean, it's really just, uh, you know, friends and family. Yeah. Like I said, you know, yeah, I, the, the people reason- actively in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking into you, you know, and- like, exactly. If uh, the reason I still do music and still be a part of, like, enjoy being a part of this community is literally meeting people like you guys, and it's just like uh, I had this thought. Um, I've had this thought for, for the last couple of months about how uh, it feels like at least seventy five percent of the people I know in my life now like happened because I started a band when I was sixteen, seventeen. <laughs> Oh, and that's, yeah. that's bizarre that to me. Sounds about right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of the case. You, yeah. you ingrain yourself into that world. Yeah. And that becomes and your that circle. that becomes your circle. And yeah. it becomes your person, you know, your, your world. That's very interesting. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, just the majority of my friends are, are involved with music and then mm. I have my family and they have, yeah. yeah and that's, that's kind of it, you know? Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, you mentioned the, the clientele that we work with, yeah. uh, you know, you and me together as a mm. team. And as we're, we're writing music for people. It's kind of funny because I think about inspiration and what inspires us to write music for people. And to me, in that moment, it's literally mm-hmm. the client in the room yeah. just being hyped. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that enough is an inspiration to just exactly hit the ground running and just move. Yeah. You know? No, I agreed. And I think there is an excitement factor. And I think as we get to know people, um, when we work with different like artists and we get to know them more, you try to like try to try to start digging things out of them it's like it's more like well, when you when you become oh, yeah. their buddy it's just like hey start telling me like your deepest darkest stuff now <laughs> well, that's, is, i want to dive in at the end yeah. of the day yeah. the best songs and the most memorable songs and the songs that last forever mm-hmm. are the ones written by the most vulnerable that expose that exactly yeah. agreed i like i honestly can't it's agree a tough more. thing to do Mm-hmm. It is absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah that I, is I think, absolutely a tough thing to do. And it's funny because I just you you guys probably understand just that as the artist writing it, you feel the most connected when um when some when the words just match correctly and and when you listen back years later, it just takes in your brain. You're like, I remember like why I wrote that. Like, yeah, you you get taken back to the time, and it's very same very thing interesting. With, same thing with smells. It smells too. Yep. Back yep. To absolutely. Back on the smells. <laughs> we should start writing songs about scents. So, so like every yeah, time, like I, lavender. Like, yeah. Like, it's it's not like about years the from scent. now, I'm just gonna remember it. Have you ever walked in a place and you smelled something and it took you back twenty Kinda. years? Yeah. Kinda. I think Cinnabon is that for me. Yeah. Funny enough, because uh, locally around here, we we didn't have a Cinnabon until somewhat recently. So anytime that you, I would smell that would be like if my parents took me on vacation right, or something and you know, you're in the airport or whatever and you smell or wherever, you know, wherever you are, you smell Cinnabon when it came to our mm. local area. And I yeah. was like, you know, getting that whiff, I was like, Oh, it kind of reminds me of, you know, we went to Arizona when I was pretty young, like nine or 10 or something. So and Cinnabon I was like, oh. reminds you of Arizona. 
No, more so the travel to Arizona. Okay. They're, they're both tan. Yeah. No, cactuses <laughs> remind me of Arizona. That's fair. Yeah. I fell into one there. It was cool. <laughs> oh, no. Like, what kind of a cactus? A big, tall one? Uh, like like no, the old cartoons? Was, or, no, you know those little bushy guy? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah like, like my height. It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, my friend and I were at the hotel, and we were throwing a ball back and forth, and I, I lost it in this, like, pile of cactuses, and I sort of, like, fell over as going to get it and it stabbed me in the arm and it was awesome. And that inspired me to write metal and write really angry music because go. I'm so mad. No, get <laughs> so mad at that stupid cactus. cactus. Yeah. Yeah. So subliminally, subliminally like all the, me- uh, the messages underneath the lyrics that I write are mm. all about how much I hate that cactus. That's fair. <laughs> Three albums about cacti. There you go. So oh, man, Eric, what, what inspires you? Yeah. Um, this is this is probably me coming from a different perspective because yeah. I don't really write lyrics too often. Right. Um I a couple here and there, but I wouldn't call them good. And <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a lyricist. It's mostly music. And to me, what inspires me to keep writing the music, the instrumentation mm-hmm. part of it is is happiness. And that sounds really cheesy. But we've sort of touched on this in the past, and, and maybe you guys can sort of pick up mm-hmm. uh, on this one. But uh, maybe we'll disagree. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, maybe. Know. I mean, maybe. But uh, <laughs> I have a really hard time writing music if I'm not stoked or happy or something. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I wrote. You know, I wrote this because of a a really traumatic event or whatever." And there, and you know, I was depressed or in a darker time, and they wrote this really nice piece of music, but. Mm-hmm. If I ever get in those moments, I can't do anything. I can't write and nothing comes out of it. Absolutely nothing. I don't start making progress until my brain is out of that again. And I'm back into this more like happy sort of go lucky Eric that I'm typically. So yeah, it's weird. You know, it's different. I hear so much about people saying, oh, I wrote this because of this event. It's very interesting just because um, that isn't like it's. It's a different perspective. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. that's all it is. I mean, like there's this that's... there's a stigma behind like, oh, I'm sad and I wrote this music. It's, yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. No, no. absolutely so, not. So I yeah. find that very interesting. How like sometimes the brain is just like, oh, that's just how it yeah. is. But no, that's, that's especially as a guitar player. You know, if I'm making a riff and I'm bummed, I'm just like, you know, barely hitting the strings. I'm just like, bleh, 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 whatever. I don't care. But if I'm Stoked, I'm writing a riff, and when I hear it and when I really like it, I'm like, Yeah, I'm pumped, let's go, <laughs> you know. And I like want to keep writing that and, and see it to fruition. So I really can't write out of an emotion that isn't being happy, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it if sounds anything, so that, funny. that's awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say that's all 2000s punk right there, exactly. Yeah, happy spots. <laughs> Yeah. You ever listen to Blink-182 and feel sad? Uh, Not really. <laughs> ever listen to Centerquest and feel sad? <laughs> just think of American Pie videos. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, that's a that's a great point. You know, Actually, no. Stay together for the kids. You can't be happy listening to that one. That was a rough one. Mm-hmm. Sorry to call you out, but... <laughs> I'll take the one. Yeah, the, yeah, the, one, the one out of their prolific uh, <laughs> albums. Anyways, yeah. So that's honestly what, like, what keeps me inspired is is keeping up with like the people and keeping up my mental state of joy, right? Of being content, being happy, which sometimes is extremely difficult. And right. uh, you know, ask Sarah. The worst times for me are those transition periods. So literally, this last mm-hmm. 
however long it's going to take to get the completed studio yeah. done. I mean, mm-hmm. this, this potentially could be out when the studio is done, but as of right now, it's not. Right. Um, this last month is just very difficult. It's very difficult to write music. It's very difficult to do anything because my brain just fixates on like, I can't wait. The studio has to get done. It's got to get done. It's got to get done. It's got to get done. And then once that's done and that transitionary period of me being from one, you know, this studio to that studio is over. Mm -hmm. I can now kind of move back and focus on other things that I want to. So like writing for toothless or writing for so much hope or, you know, whatever have you. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, fair <laughs> <laughs> which are actually coming very close to the end yeah um so guys this was awesome and we could probably talk all day and we probably will after this more than likely <laughs> but uh uh what do you want to plug so obviously the band the holtzman effect how do you find you oh we got the old facebooks the, the old the old schools oh uh, we also have an instagram it's probably not as up to date I think we still have a Twitter that's also probably not up to date because we're all old. <laughs> Unlike some of the other and you people you've interviewed the video on that's here. popping off. And we got, yeah, you <laughs> got the YouTube. Comment on the video. Check it out. Yeah, yeah check out Hugo. <laughs> that's the most recent video. If you're saying studio, I mean by this time we might be promoting the next video. Yeah, yeah. That that uh, I was gonna say. What did what you chose the end of August for that one? So oh, I have no idea. Timelines, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I just want I want people to be able to look you up, find you. Uh, if you guys want to plug your personal kind of stuff, if you really care about that, personal, no. personal number, no, social, don't care about anything it. Yeah. like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can no. I have your driver's license? I'll, I'll read it out. No. Three, Do you want to plug your, your personal beef? My personal? Oh yeah. yeah like you personal got that whole original thing going on too. You should probably use oh, that. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Because give it the shout out. We are, so we are the Holtzman effect. Yes. With uh, two ends. Yes. Two ends in the Holtzman. So mm-hmm. if you Google that, it'll pop up. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's very uh, original. Yes. And yeah. We're also, uh, I, I'm going to kick myself. We're playing, uh, Holtzman's going to Rampworks in August. And I believe we're coming to the conference, the Electric City Music Conference in September. But the uh, Sick. date is to be determined. That's okay. Right uh, this will definitely be out before that. So yes. August and September, you can look for them playing shows. Uh, you want to plug your personals? I'll ask one more time. I, uh, yeah. Um, I released a song called I Don't Mind under my name, Tyler Zeiss, and I am releasing another song called Breakaway, mm. which is, uh, in production right now. The music video is getting finished and I cannot wait to release that. So stay tuned. He's about to watch that music video. And I haven't like, seen it yet. And it's like 70% completed state. So that's excited. All yeah. right. <laughs> that makes me excited. Yeah. Exciting. You know. All those stuff. I'm excited for you. Tons of excitement. Much of excitement. Lots of excitement. (laughs) (laughs) Inspiration. Inspiration. Cool. All the listeners, stay inspired and do the things that you love because that's what we like to do. Cool. Peace. Peace Peace out. Peace.